This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerwe, and today in episode 115, we're going to be looking at online comic strip creators. So today I'm going to take you through three uh, easy ways for your children to create comic strips online, and I'm also going to share with you some ideas on how to use these in your homeschool. All the different items that I'm going to mention, I will have links to them in the show notes. So if you obviously could just Google to find them, but if you also go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com, look for this episode, you can uh, find the links and that'll be make it really easy for you. Teens, kids, everybody loves comic strips and creating them is a lot of fun too. And um, I will carry on and explain to you how to incorporate this into your, your curriculum. But let's just look at a couple of different ones. These are all free. Some of them have paid versions. You do not use need to use the paid version. So the first one um, that is really simple uh, is Make Belief Comics. Um, and this is, I think it's spelled C-O-M-I-X at the end, but I'll put the link in. But if you also Google Make Belief Comics, will come up. This one is the easiest to use. Uh, it's also the most limited because it just has a finite set of graphics. But it's drag and drop. It's easy once your kids, you, you start off and they pick how many frames they want. They don't even need an account to do this. If you want to save it, you need an account. But you can, um, you can just drag and drop the different elements. You have a backdrop, you have the different characters, you have your speech bubble. Um, you just easily dra drag them all and then you type in the speech that you want. Simp it's easy to also resize the different items. Uh, it's, because there's not a lot of different choices, it's an easy one to get started with. And especially if you have younger children, this is going to feel less overwhelming because there's, there's not that much you can do. But you can still do plenty enough. I use the Make Believe Comics in my um, online government class, and uh, that's Funder Funder, uh, the show sponsor, the class that um, I teach through them, and I get the students to uh, to use Make Believe Comics in that one, just because I don't want them to spend ages trying to do a really amazing product, but they can just get up and running quickly. Then the next one is Google Slides. We've talked a lot about Google Slides on this podcast, and it's so versatile. And here, yet again, is another thing that you can do with it. Basically, you're going to create yourselves like um, uh, big boxes on Google Slides. You, you're going to make a, um, uh, a big table. And then what they do is you can put things inside it. So you can then add in your graphics either backdrops and you can also then add in your different people and the nice thing is from Google Slides you can now automatically search and will let you search on the web to find what you need so so students can use that to actually find the clip art etc that they might want to use without even moving off of Google Slides. 
Then of course you still need your speech bubbles. Well, if you look there under the different shapes, you will find things that you can use there. And then of course they can just do text boxes. So if your children are familiar with Google Slides, this is a really easy way to go. Um, you can have make your comic strip as long as you want. With Make Believe Comics, I'm not sure what the biggest one is. You can say how many frames, but it's it's again it's more limited. With Google Slides, I mean literally they could have uh, make a whole comic book. Uh, you know, make it pages and pages, and then you could create it as when you're finished, you can save it as a PDF, they could pr print it off, have your own little comic book, whatever they want. But I'm going to include a video showing you how to do this as well. So if you go to the show notes page, you will find that too, in case you just want a bit of a walkthrough to get you up and running. But um, if you're not familiar with Google Slides, go back, listen to my episode on that, um, get your kids familiar with it, and then perhaps come and do this because it's it it's very easy to do. The third one, which is going to be the one that's going to give you the most options, is Canva. Um, again, which we've talked about in a few of the programs, particularly the ones on how to do graphics. But you can, there are specific templates to use for comic strips. So if you go to canva.com slash create slash comic dash strips, as in like a little hyphen type of comic dash strips. And again, link will be in the show notes. It will actually take you to to a page where they show you how to use Canva and how to use the templates that are all set up for comic strips. You could also just go Canva comic strips. I'm sure this page would come up. I'm also going to link in the show notes to a video again so that you can have a video walkthrough if that would be helpful. Canva has um, a lot of free graphics. Um, they've got icons, they've got um, actual photos, you know, which obviously you're wanting more the icon type things, the, the elements to use. Um, they have plenty of speech bubbles, things like that. But you can also import, which is a cool thing in Canva. And obviously you can do some Google Slides too, uh, where you can take, for instance, a picture, you could cut out a, a picture of um, a friend's face that children could do it and put it put it into an actual comic strip. So it's it's a way that they can, or if they're really good um, illustrators themselves, they could use a different program and actually draw their own characters and then import those characters that they have drawn into Canva and easily then create uh, however many uh, however much they want to do um, and they can decide how many frames they want and go from there and create it. So, you know, as I said, I've given you three increasingly uh, complicated versions perhaps. None of them are super difficult, I promise you. And particularly if you go to that Canva link that I gave you, it kind of walks you through how to do it. It's just that probably gives you more options than the other two and will come out with the most professional looking one. But um, Make Believe Comics has got really fun um, little graphics that, that people can use. There are two paid ones that come up a lot if you Google, you know, good comic strip creators that storyboard that and Pixton that are used by teachers. I don't think you ever really need to pay for that when you've got so many different options already that are free. So let's get to the second part now. How are you going to use these? Well, the first thing is a timeline of events. In my Fund Funder government class, I do a day in the life of the president. It's just a way for to see that they've understood all the different things the president does. They just have to create a little comic strip showing different things in the day that uh, he would have to do. You could also get students to retell an histor a historical event because frame by frame, it's going to take you in a linear fashion through um, the events of a war or maybe the major points of the Great Depression, whatever it is, you can easily tell um, what's going on by them creating frames like that with the, the major events in it. 
then you could do use it for creative writing. Now in Funder Funders Writing Fund class, the very first assignment I start off with in the fall is the fact that the children get to create comic strips. And they get to make, create two in the first week on two different topics and you can really pick anything you like. They just had a lot of fun making up crazy stories and being able to easily incorporate graphics is something children like and it's also something when they're finished they can easily share with friends and family it's a lot more fun than telling somebody hey read my essay a lot of people would rather read look at a comic book book summaries you can give your your, your children a certain number of frames and instead of getting them to write a book summary you could say to them i want you to do in eight frames comic strip format a summary of this book that's going to make them really stop and think how am i going to fit the main things in what are the main topics because you know in comic strip you've really got to boil it down to the essentials and so it's 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 a good thing to teach them how to summarize how to come up with the um what's most important how to make those choices and you could sit and talk it through with them before they actually create it they will be having to put less words on paper, which many children would prefer. They don't have to do too much writing. So it's a, it's a nice way of writing without it having to be too much writing. Um, and of course, you also get a lot of dialogue coming in to comic strips, which is always also something kids enjoy writing. It's a nice, easy way. They don't have to worry about all the normal conventions. They just have to put it in a bubble. Grammar, you could ask them to use a certain part of speech, like you could tell them to use uh, an adjective per frame and tell a story uh, and make sure that then perhaps they have to highlight the adjective or something so that you can make sure that they know what it was. Geography, you could tell them to set a comic strip in a specific location. So either if you're learning about um, say things like deserts and the tundra, etc., your different biomes, you could say set this in the desert and they have to like you know make some story that shows that they have learned what a desert landscape is or you could tell them set it in London or set it in uh, China you know so it could be as specific or as general as you want but that would be a fun way to do geography science you could do something like um, get them to retell a science experiment through a comic strip or to use a comic strip to explain a scientific concept Again, it just puts a little spin on it, makes it fun, gets your kids learning a new skill, gets them familiar with working online. Uh, and depending on what they're using, you know, they could be getting more familiar with Google Slides, which you can obviously use for many other things, not just comic strips and Canva as well. I mean, Canva is, is great for so many things. If you haven't already listened to um, my episode on uh, different uh, graphic tools, it's one of them. And I do talk about so many different things. It's a super powerful program and it's free. So I hope this helped you and gave you some ideas. Do come across to our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. Um, join us there. Share with us how you've used it perhaps in school, in with your children. Ask us for ideas. We'd love to chat about the different topics that we cover here in the podcast. And that's all for this week. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.